Welcome back to Spiritual Formation by Grace City Church of the Northeast. I'm excited to start this second week. Thank you for joining me for question six. That's what we're looking at today. Question six, how can we glorify God? And this one relates to ideas that we've already seen in earlier questions where we learned about God being the creator and that it's right for those of us who've been created in his image to live for his glory. Now, more specifically, we've already said we're supposed to glorify God, but what does that mean? How do we, how do we do that? How do we actually do that in our lives? So how can we glorify God? And that answer is this. We glorify God by enjoying him, loving him, trusting him, and by obeying his will, commands, and law. The scripture that goes along with the answer, question and answer for today is Deuteronomy 11.1, 1, Deuteronomy 11.1, 1, which says, You shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his rules, and his commandments always. So how can we glorify God? We glorify God by first enjoying him. And as we do that, we are just giving him what he is worthy of. We don't add any glory to him. He doesn't need that from us, but it's the right thing for us to do to show how great he is and how amazing he is. And we do that first by enjoying him, enjoying him. And this might seem like a strange category uh, for us, but it is exactly what we were made for. The Westminster Catechism with its first question and answer. It says, we were made to know God and enjoy him forever. That was answering the question, what is the chief end of man? What were we made for? And that's the idea of living for his glory, is living according to what we were made for, according to our purpose. You hear lots of talk about purpose today. What is your purpose? Your purpose is to enjoy God. That is what he made you for, to be satisfied in him as your greatest joy. You find the psalmist in Psalm 43 saying, I long to go to the altar of God, to God, my exceeding joy. And where God's people went off the rails is when they turned away from him to find their satisfaction somewhere else. As the Lord is accusing his people who've gone astray in Jeremiah chapter 2. He says that they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and cut out for themselves cisterns, water catchers, which are broken and can hold no water. The image is like we are beside this amazing mountain stream of clear, cool water that's never going to run out. And instead we say, that's not really what I want. That's not satisfying to me. I want to catch my own water. I want to do it myself. So I brought a bucket and it's, you know, it's a little dirty and maybe it's cracked, but I'm going to get it. And God says, no, I am all of that for you and more. This is what he longs to be for us. This is what he made us for, to enjoy him. So we glorify God by enjoying him. Also by loving him. When we love him, we give him the response that his love deserves. We love because he first loved us. And he has loved us with an amazing, everlasting love. And so it's the right response for us to respond to that love with love. Loving him will look like trusting him. And that's what's next. Enjoying him, loving him, trusting him. 
that we rely on him, not on ourselves because we're weak. We can't bear that weight. No other person, no other thing can bear that weight. But God is strong. He is strong enough. He can carry it. He can bear it. He can take it. And in his love, he has. Jesus has taken all our sins on him. And we are brought back to him through the work of Christ alone. And so a way that we glorify him, we make him look like the great and capable savior that he is by trusting him and not ourselves, by not seeking to justify ourselves, but trusting him alone for our justification, our right standing, our perfect record before God doesn't belong to us. It comes from Christ and it comes through faith. So trusting him, as we trust him, he gets glory. As we depend on him, he gets glory. He is shown to be who he is. That is how we glorify God. Enjoying him, loving him, trusting him, and by obeying his will, commands, and law. We obey God's word. That's one of the things that Jesus said his disciples would do. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He also told us that his commandments are not wearisome. They're not burdensome. They're not heavy. His yoke is light because he has borne it for us, but we really obey. And so we don't just glorify God by enjoying him. We don't just glorify God by loving him and trusting him. Really enjoying him will look like wanting to obey him. Really loving him, as Jesus said, will look like wanting to obey him. And trusting him will lead to obedience to him. We're obedient to his will, what he has revealed, what he has revealed about what he loves and what he hates. We want to live in line with that, with what he has commanded us, with what he's told us to do and told us not to do. That's what we want to do and what we want to refrain from doing because it's what makes him happy and he is our great God and Savior. And so we want to obey him. So those are the ways that we can glorify him. And of course, how we do this is not on our own. It's a gift of God. It's only from him. It's only through him. It's as Christ dwells in our hearts by faith. It's as the Holy Spirit comes to live in us showing us what God's will is for us in accordance with his word, showing us what we should do and empowering us to do it. If we desire to do what God wants us to do, it's because God is at work in our lives. And if we actually do what God wants us to do, it's because God is at work in our lives. So even then, even in our obedience, he gets the glory because he is the great supplier. He is the great savior. We can glorify God, not because we're great, but because he is. And now we'll close as we do each of our times together with the prayer that goes with this question. Gracious Lord, we want to fully know and enjoy you. Open our eyes to see you as you are, that we might trust you and long with all we are to keep your commands whether through small kindnesses or great courage, may each act of obedience bring you glory. Amen.